Hello everyone, this is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast. You remember me, right? Ah, just sit down with a new friend. Uh, met through a uh, podcast guest service. It's actually the first person that I've uh, used from there, and I probably should entertain it a little more. Um, he's got a podcast a podcast called uh, Spiritual Dope. And uh, I don't want to do too much more spoiler on that. You'll hear about him here in a few minutes. Um, I don't just feel compelled to do these little intros. And, uh, well, let's get this out of the way. DTMWW.net. Find me on Facebook. DTM Woodwork and Handyman. Uh, anything in the Louisville metropolitan area, you need a handyman, you need some stuff done. I do anything from hanging pictures, changing light bulbs, to uh, fixing squeaky doors. Doors that won't shut, doors that won't latch. Uh, ceiling fans. Uh, what I don't do is drywall. I don't like to paint. And I don't like to get on your roof. But outside of that, uh, I've just got uh, trained all my life to fix stuff. And I've had some opportunities the last few days to uh, fix things rather than throw them away. In this big lighter society, we uh, things break and we just we think we need a new one. And uh, I was brought up by my father to learn how to uh, fix things. So as like yesterday, I fixed some rotten door jams on a, on a guy. He could have had a door replacement, which would have been a, a high-dollar investment. And I have another opportunity where, uh, you know, some of these fancy doors and front doors and stuff are thousands of dollars. And, uh, yeah, it ain't new, but when I'm done with it and, and it's not perfect, uh, my perfection gets in the way. It's probably most people probably look at it and think it's uh, pretty good. Uh, my biggest critic, right? And uh, so that's one of the things I like to do. Tell you another thing, and I don't know this. Uh, I find myself guarding my words and and being a little more sensitive to some things lately due to the current climate of the of the, of the universe right now. But uh, I'll just say it, speak freely, and be uh, be Dan. You know what my favorite thing is to do. My favorite favorite thing is is there's gals around who have honeydew lists. This cabinet's not shutting right. The towel bar's loose. Uh, any number of odds and ends around your house that are bugging you, not working the way you want them to work. The door's sticking. Uh, I had not too long ago the deadbolt on a house that wasn't aligned with the the the. The strike plate wasn't aligned with the deadbolt, and the lady couldn't close her deadbolt. Didn't feel secure. Uh, I can fix that, and uh, I love to go knock out somebody's honeydew list. Either they ain't got no honey to do it, or their honey doesn't do that kind of stuff. And uh, I go over, they got a list of things, I spend half a day fixing all their shit. <laughs> I'll just be honest. And uh, I walk away with some money in my pocket, and uh, and my client is happy because her shit is fixed. Uh, that's my very. I, I need to market that somehow or another. Um, it really is a fun thing to do. And frankly, it's, uh, for me, it's relatively easy work. Uh, I don't want to work real hard. I don't want to slave away in the sun on a deck, uh, building a deck or doing other such jobs that are uh, more strenuous. Uh, I'm at a point in my life where, uh, easy living is, uh, desirable. So anyway, um, staying busy, jobs being postponed. New jobs fill right in. Universe is in alignment. Everything's pretty good. Keep my head out of the the garbage, and uh, Dan does really well. 
took a dad in for a foot surgery in the morning. He's got a toe that's bothering him. He wanted to have it amputated. Uh, I guess that's not really an option necessarily. And uh, they've been trying to fix it. They've been giving him medicine and various other things. And uh, one piece of advice I had to laugh at because uh, I am my father's son. Uh, they told him to stay off his foot. And I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, neither one of us are any good just sitting around. And more than likely, if one, if we're sitting around, we're taking a nap. Um, I don't sit still much. Really juiced up over a bunch of stuff going on. Getting to sponsor people, man, they're growing and doing the work. And I'm watching the change happen in their life and the trajectory of their lives uh, taking a different direction. And watching that uh, kind of a slow boat that turns as this work is completed, but uh, without exception, uh, the process works and lives are changed and I get to be a part of that and be a uh, tool in the master's hands and it's fun it fulfills me uh, everything I do today these podcasts fixing people's shit um, being here to take dad to the hospital and he knows he can depend on me sitting out in the shop making stuff uh, had a couple things come in batches it seems you know i'll fix a few doors in a row and then i do a few honeydew lists in a row and got a couple laundry room uh improvements that i'm doing putting building shelves for uh, a couple laundry rooms right now two different ones so that had me in the wood shop all day today got to stay home work from home which is another one of my dreams that's what i like to do i want and i'm gonna speak this into existence here's what dan wants universe listen up and I uh, just had this podcast where I'm not going to put any limitation on this because uh, we'll see how it comes and where it works. But I want to have a steady job of honeydew lists and woodworking projects. So I'll uh, speak that into existence here for you guys. And later on, I'll report that that had happened. Have confidence. Safe and protected. big pause i like that don't have to fill this airtime with jibber jabber constantly although y'all don't want to listen to silence i do sell recorded meditations they're silent meditations and they're they're 15 minutes long and not a word is said so if you want to buy one of those holler at me and i'll hook you up pay for silence that's about it i'll uh kick this thing over and uh Y'all get to meet Brandon and uh, hear how his uh, story's gone so far and what he's doing and uh, listen to him and I uh, gel on one another. So, after this, I will be right back. Peace out. There we go. Cool. Hey, everyone. This is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast. Uh, today, I'm coming to you inside. We're not in the studio technically any, today, uh, recording a Zoom session, and I need to get my uh, – and if anybody out there can help me with this, I'd love it, but I need to get my Wi-Fi boosted out there to my shop uh, so that I can – use my stuff i'll have servers sometimes real well and sometimes i don't but anyway back to that hey if you're just tuning in uh this podcast is 
typically a uh, 12-step based podcast. But uh, as I was just speaking to my guests before this, uh, I do like to explore other avenues of recovery and uh, any way people are uh, taking action to be better versions of themselves day by day. Uh, I, I, that's my mission is to, is to share those journeys so that uh, you might be able to pick up some tools or something that might work for you. Um, so uh, I'll get to, I'll put all those commercials and stuff I usually do in the beginning. I'll do those in a few minutes. Uh, my uh, guest today is Brandon. Uh, met him through a podcast network and kind of find a guest service. Uh, those are pretty neat. I know I've picked up a lot. I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today on this thing if it wasn't for those uh, networking avenues because I go out and ask questions and mostly lurk and learn, lurk and learn um, through those avenues. And I actually have picked up a few guests and a few new friends in my life uh, using those tools. So uh, welcome to the show, Brandon. Hey man, well Dan, thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, just uh, kind of stumbled across you on on one of the networks, uh, searching for uh, people in the the spiritual podcast space, and uh, you, you showed up, man. So so here we are. That's how we connected, right? Yeah, and uh, your podcast is much kind of named. We got similar. You're just what, what, say you want you say it. Yeah, spiritual dope, man. Spiritual, uh, spiritual dope. dope. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's right, right? It's like a hundred percent. I don't know, kind of where you are, and like the I heard, like you know, kind of you're you're definitely recognizing uh, miracles in your life, but uh, yeah. you know, kind of where you are in like that law of attraction space, like you know, yeah. you you get what you put out, like you know, uh, from the inside out, and uh, you know, this it's probably couldn't be a, a better place than uh, I could have asked to land for. This is my first guest appearance uh, as a uh advocate for this podcast right for spiritual dope yeah. and this is a perfect spot man so for, yeah. for sure thanks for having me yeah i've been calling it cross-pollination there it is absolutely we, uh, for sure. get together and uh my people get to hear you your people get to hear me and maybe somebody spurs off and uh and like i said at the beginning somebody will grow because of that for sure uh you know that uh and i've said this a few times and and you know, one of the things I always, but, but I got a new guest, so you haven't heard it, you know, and I begin to think that I'm like being redundant, but sure. uh, when I first showed up in uh 12 step recovery, you know, one of the things I kept hearing them say is that we were spiritually sick. Mm. And I took that in the beginning as thinking that I was, uh, didn't have any religion. I thought it was just like, mm. I wasn't going to, you know, like I say, saying I wasn't going to church enough or something. Yeah, uh, what I learned, and I actually do believe it's some, that that's what they were telling me, uh, that what, what I learned was that my spirit really was ill my internal mm -hmm. spirit, my, my soul, my, my, the essence of who I am mm -hmm. had been stepped on. And my, I like that. My spirit had been stepped on through a course of, uh, of life. And, and that's what was really going on and why I was having to throw stuff substances in me at a level that were basically killing me uh -huh. in order to be okay. Uh, that's sure. the way I was treating that, that, and I say dis ease, Sure. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. not at ease. And right. uh, so that's what, you know, once I started doing this work, my, I was able to heal that spirit mm. and, and shed all the crap. Like uh, one of the, one of the uh, things was that I'm carrying around a garbage can every life experience I have, I'm putting it in that garbage can. Mm. It's, it's strapped to my back with backpack straps. Yeah. And some of those experiences were good and some of them were bad, mm. but it ended up filling up at some point. And, and what I, what come to the top and what I couldn't get out of my head was the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And my 12 step process allowed me to, to get that garbage can out, dump it on the floor with my sponsor, uh, sure. sort through it, 
uh, go repair all the bad stuff, the people I'd harmed, the different things I'd done, right. and, uh, and, 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 and polish up the good stuff and put that back in the can. Now I got some more room for some new things. Sure. And, uh, and, and the old stuff ain't stinking all the time because every time I walked around, I could smell what was in that backpack. Yeah. Uh, so that was the healing of my spirit. Uh, I know you said that you've been uh, clean, sober for yeah. some time now. Yeah, I think uh, so about a little over three years now. Nice. A little over three years now. I know we were talking at the, at the beginning there, right? Like kind of what was the impetus of that, right? Like what, what made, what was the sting or the pain or um, kind of a threshold? Um, you know, I think a lot of, you, know, you hear a lot of stories where, where people hit like kind of rock bottom um, and, and like there's a lot of pain and a lot of loss. But for me, uh, you know, it's, I, I wouldn't I call it rock bottom, I, but I got to a point where I was like, this is just something I don't want in my life anymore. Right. Yeah. This is, this is super simple, right? This isn't serving me anymore. I don't it's want this. I, I don't, I don't need, I, you know, I'm raising kids. Right. So got to the point where, you know, I'd be, I'd be kind of wandering around in the neighborhood and, and drinking all the time was acceptable. Right. And got to the point too, where people were seeing me uh, drinking all the time. And, and if I didn't have a drink, something was wrong with me. Like, well, what's wrong with you? You, you know, drinking water. And I was like, you know, sorry about that. Um, you know, and then you get to the point where like, if you're raising kids and the kids are, you know, you're, they're going to turn into you. Right. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. You essentially, eventually they're going to turn into you. And I got two, two young boys and I was like, well, is this what I want them to turn into? Yeah. And, you know, kind of I said no to that right um and then um you know I also got to the point of saying realizing that uh I was imprisoning myself right like I mean I was putting basically you know basically putting yourself in a prison and you have a couple drinks and you know you shouldn't drive right right don't drive I mean I had a couple DUIs so I mean it doesn't make any sense like I don't need I don't need another one right I don't need any trouble and uh, again, like, you know, uh, don't need to disrupt my livelihood. So if you have a couple drinks and you're trying not to disrupt your entire life, you don't get up and go drive anywhere. Right. Right. So every day at five, if not earlier, you're, you're done for the day. You're not going anywhere except for maybe wander around the neighborhood or something. Right. Um, heaven forbid. And, and this happened a couple of times with me and my children. Like something would happen. And I was, I was kind of tore up. I was, I was like, well, this is not ideal. Right. Um, and, and uh, I, I, didn't want to do that again either right not you know nothing no serious harm ever happened but like i didn't want to be in a position where i couldn't provide for my family because i decided i'd rather be drunk yeah right yep. um and and you know it wasn't it, what, what the funny thing is is you know i stopped drinking and i'd have people coming up to me they'd be like what happened? Did you, did you, did you hit your wife? I was like, I got to hit my wife in order to stop drinking. Right. Did you do something stupid? I was like, as far as I can tell, this is the smartest thing I've ever done. Right. You know? Um, and, and so, uh, for, for me, like, uh, you know, I was checking out like your, uh, one of your podcasts and it's like the, the things that you don't need just kind of start to fall away. Right. Yep. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I work in sales, um, and I just started selling myself on all the benefits to not drinking. Right. Uh, you know, did I feel better? I was feeling better. 
you know, was able to go anywhere I wanted at any day, any time, anything. Yeah, man. When I got to an event, like I used to get frustrated because I go to like my kid, I throw my kid's birthday. Right. And I'd be like, well, I'd rather, you know, how, when's this thing done so I can go home and have some beers. Right. Right. You know, finding myself in this situation where all I wanted to do was go have a drink. Right. And, and I was like, um, you know, I, I didn't want to feel that way. Right. Uh, and I'd experienced that too. Like, you know, I, definitely did a, a a harder a harder drug run in my youth too mm-hmm. right uh and and those were similar experiences where um somehow i don't know if it was because i couldn't afford the drugs and i had to convince myself that like there was no reason for me to keep getting them right i was like well you know uh you know like uh you know methamphetamines right uh you you just shut down like you like there is no feeling and emotion right yeah you, right like everything shut down i was like i don't i don't want to feel that way right and uh, so I can't say I never did it again, but like I didn't, I didn't fall into a trap. Right. Because I knew that that wasn't how I wanted to feel. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you'll hear some things once in a while when things get tossed around, like uh, once you do that stuff, you could, you're, you're stuck. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way as you, you know, I had these little dabbling periods where I really used some particular drug for a certain amount of time. Math was one of them for a while. Yeah, yeah. And at some point I really don't even know why, because I wasn't like interested in stopping. But it just wasn't something I was going to continue doing. It had like kind of wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite literally, right? Yeah, quite, right. Quite literally, said, like, well, like this, this uh, shit's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow or another, you know, I moved on, you know. And yeah. Yeah. Put it behind me. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I think one of the other things too is uh, you know, with alcohol being so socially acceptable and so readily available and right. everybody's doing it and yada yada yada, you know. Yeah, you, you crank out a line of meth on the table and there you're gonna get a Everybody reaction, out, but you right? can pop a few beers and everybody's <laughs> right. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could drink a fifth of whiskey and try and drive home and everybody yeah, laughs really. you off, right? Like I mean then that's that's and I always, I always talk to people who, you know, to, you know, who have only drank. I'm like, drinking is probably the most dangerous thing I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I went through a little period where I, you know, I don't know why I do it, but I ended up investing, you know, the opioid epidemic mm. and, uh, and I agree there is one, uh, uh, that was my, at, towards the end, alcohol and opiates were my, my deal, the pain pills and, uh, and drinking. That's just, I just did them together. And, 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 uh, but you know, if you go look at the statistics at the CDC, uh, mm. alcohol is, uh, and alcohol related stuff. Cause you know, somebody dies of, uh, pancreatitis or their liver fails or, you know, that kind of thing. They drink and drive and crash. Right. You know, they don't really, they don't really blame the alcohol. You know, they, they it lists some medical condition that you died of or the car wreck that you died of. And, mm. uh, so there's certainly, you know, a lot more people, a lot more damage happening in this country due to alcohol than, you know, than truly is due to the opioid epidemic. And that's not to lessen that. That's definitely a problem. <laughs> well, I mean, look, so, so I think, I think, you know, that was one that I stayed away from like on purpose, uh, for sure. Um, you know, my dad was out of my life at an earlier age. You said you kind of want to talk about like, you know, the, the early years, uh, my father was out of my life in an uh, early, early phase. Um, you know, I think when I was about the age of four and um, he'd been abusive too. I don't think to me, like I, not that I recall, um, definitely to my mother, you know, he was imprisoned and, you know, you know, literally separated by the, the country. And one of the things I knew about him was that, you know, he kind of had this you know, um, opioid addiction, right? um heroin 
me. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, years later too, um, you know, so that was like when I was four, I actually located them again. I had a social security number, uh, like around 97. Like if you went to the internet and the internet was still like super, you know, just starting up and you got them dong, dong, right type of yeah, thing. Yeah. You could literally go to the social security like website and go one page deep, put in somebody's social security number and get the last known address. Wow. I mean, and now you've got to, you've got to, you've got to fight through 40 different paywalls and like whatever. And you'll be lucky if you can even find somebody that would let you do that. Yeah. And the same um, note, I used to, you know, it used to be my bank account number it used to be, you know, I would wrap off my, somebody asked me for my social security number just the other day on some uh, thing I was doing and I had to think about it for a minute. You know, uh, yeah. it wasn't, didn't roll off like it used to. Well, you know, so, so I, I tracked them down, right. I tracked them down. Uh, I hadn't heard from them like years and I found them and, 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 uh, wow. And, uh, he, he was still doing the same things, man. He was still, he was still, uh, you know, so, you know, that was disappointing, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how about, I don't know about you. Uh, you're, you're living with your dad right now. You yeah, were, right, like, yeah, right, he just, right, yeah. He just walked by just a second ago. Right. I missed it. Uh, he went real quiet. He's he real <laughs> careful what I'm doing is that he's yeah, going to disturb or something. That's funny. So, so, you know, um, for, for, for people out there who don't have their, uh, I think parent there, like if your dad's missing, then he's romanticized, right? Like, you're like, yeah, man, you know, my life would be so much greater if he were here. Or I'm missing out on all these things because he's not here. Well, you know, it turns out the things I was missing in my life was, you know, um, a, an addicted father, a drug addiction, having to watch that mm-hmm. and maybe having gone through abuse. Right. So in that, in that case, like, you know, which would I rather have? Right. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he ended up, um, he ended up passing away and, uh, it's funny you kind of talk about miracles, uh, because I was, uh, you know, random drive across from PA to, uh, Colorado, uh, and I got a letter from my dad. He was at the VA hospital in Lexington, Kentucky, just right and, down the road from me. Are you right? And uh, so we got to that state line, and it's pretty funny. You know, the, uh, my friend and I were smoking a bowl, you know, driving down the highway, and um, and uh, we got to the state line, and we just passed. And this wasn't even planned. I said, you know what? We just drove past like Lexington, Kentucky. My my dad may be back there. I was like, I was like, we may, I may never get another chance to meet him. May never get a chance. So uh, we turn around and um, we drive, we go find the VA hospital. We don't have, we didn't have smartphones then. We just had to follow the signs. You're like, well, let's, you know, let's just go see where this kind of goes. Got up there, went up to the front desk and, uh, you know, said, Hey, you know, is, uh, is Arthur here? You know, he had, a, he had a great name though. I was kind of pissed about not getting the name, right? Because he was him. I'll give it to you. Arthur Linton John Hanley the third. How did I get screwed? Like out of being the fourth. Like that's a great goddamn name. Anyways, um, I got fucked. Um <laughs> but uh so so um you know I go there and, and they and they're, and they're like is he expecting? I was like, oh I'm pretty sure he's not. Um <laughs> and uh you know he but he was there and I got the chance to meet him. And, How about uh, that? It was really, you know, that was intense, right? That's an intense moment. Heck and, yeah, uh, man. Um, you know, we, I literally just kind of looked at him. I was like, there's really not a whole lot you can say to somebody that, you know, you just don't know anything about. Right. Um, he's a little shorter than I wanted him to be, a little rounder than I wanted him to be, and just a little older than, you know, but you know, just because you go your whole life as a kid and you're like, man, my dad's, amazing my dad's this that the other thing no he's in a rehab and he's falling the fuck apart and here he is and and uh i was like all right well cool 
and rolled out. And uh, three months later, he passed away. So, you know, you talk about that, that whole kind of miracle thing, right? Those, yeah. Those yeah. How'd that happen that you were doing that dude, and that I intersected, mean, no, you know? Ain't no way. Yeah, I get to be chills. Ain't no way, right? No yeah. way. No way that happens without just kind of like some type of divine intervention, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, but, but, you know, uh, uh, I think heroin stayed and heroin and needles particular stayed out of my life just because that was just, you know, for all, I, I knew that was a bad idea. Right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, we you know and every addict up. says that too though. Right. You know, I mean, at some point at that, you know, that's a line I'm not going to cross, you know, and, mm. and some people, like you're saying, you said you didn't. You know, mm, but yeah. other people will cross, you know, you'll say, yeah, for oh, sure. if I ever get this bad, I'll do something about it. Oh, for I, sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Look, man, I, there's look, especially, especially when it came to drinking, you know, drinking would be like, you know, you'd wake up the next day and it wouldn't be like, I'll never drink again. Like, I'm not going to drink like that again. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. That, that, per se, that particular, you know, setup, I'm not going to do that one again. But, uh, you know, so I think it's just a little bit more kind of about growing up though. Right. Like, so I, I still grew up like a hippie mom, right? Like I, mm. I was born in San Francisco and kind of, you know, uh, in the late seventies and, and still grew up like this, this hippie, this, uh, this, um, you know, we're talking about the spiritual space, right. Uh, talking about, um, I would hear how Buddha and Jesus and everybody, these were all just teachers. Right. Um, and I was, I didn't, nothing clicked. Right. It doesn't click then. It doesn't click when you're in your teens or, you know, younger and you're just like, mom, you're crazy. You got to shut up. Stop with that stuff. Not around my friends. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, the other thing she was always saying is like, you got to be aware. You know, I was like, I am aware. When was the last time you saw me like hit a wall or anything? Like I'm totally like spatially, I'm competent. We're cool. Right. Uh, and, and even aware of like exterior, like, you know, emotionally, uh, emotional quotient, right. Like I think they talk about like, uh, you know, the, the emotional intelligence being something that's super important these days, right? In business. I'm like, well, duh. I mean, you don't walk around and into a room and ignore how everybody's like kind of feeling and looking, right? right. So, uh, but aware of yourself inside internally, right? And like who you are inside and kind of all that stuff. I think that's what she meant. I never called her up to say, is that what you were talking about? And, and you know, she'd probably do a call. But, but uh, you, when you grow up with that stuff, and even like all the drugs and, and all the other stuff, it, that just kind of becomes your normal, right? That's your normal. You see it and then you're like, oh, that's just the kind of shit that happens. Yep. But when you come across the, the spiritual space, right? And that um, you make that threshold into, uh, you know, kind of heard your story. You know, when you make that threshold and, and, you know, kind of accepting or finding or just stumbling into some type of divine presence, you're like, huh about that right and then like everything you'd ever heard about all the shit that you laughed at before yeah starts showing up right yeah. i mean yeah because uh, this wasn't new information to me you know right, it just right. was ignored really i'm just mm. just just i frankly you know i wasn't in a place in my life where i really needed something like that in a way you know it's mm. kind of like in that i know what like a Superman complex you know I, mm. i'm okay hey i'm doing good right here well, right that, now yeah, why do i so need anything extra yeah, I think I, yeah. If you if you ever hear me, I probably say it on like every other podcast, any that I do uh, on the Fatherhood podcast, or uh, I did a prosperity practice one, kind of LOA kind of based, and now I'm on the spiritual dope. But I'll always talk about the fact that in Western civilization, men, you and I, we're taught to we're taught to carry it all on our shoulders and shut the fuck up. Yep, grin and bear it. 
figure that shit out, pick yourself up, dust it off. It doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. And all those things. Right. And then we also grow up and we watch Superman. We watch all these heroes, all of our role models sucked it up. You know, they didn't even bleed. They didn't right. even go to the bathroom, bro. And, you know, so, <laughs> so, you know, we, you know, all, all of our role models, uh, they were kind of like, they were emotionless. They, they, um, and, that's a very good point. Right. And, and so I always say that we also weren't taught to understand our emotions or even acknowledge them. Yep. And, uh, you know, I didn't even figure that out until about three years ago, man. I'm like, 40 40 something right yeah um the same for me i feel like i went through this at 45 is when i was sober i'm five been five years clean in some january and uh and sometime in that you know not immediately it took some time after that but like that about three years ago or something it felt like i just all of a sudden like came into another dimension where you know it's like oh whoa (laughs) i think that's what we talk about like you know woke or yeah yeah well in 12 step stuff we say i had a spiritual awakening right right well yeah come alive all of a sudden well, I mean, look, it happens, right? And it, what's great though is that there's that documentation that that those documents exist, right? Because when you're going through it, when you're going through it, you're like, I haven't done anything for a while. I've been pretty clean, been pretty sober. I'm getting enough sleep. I feel pretty good. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, right. Like I don't feel right. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was me anyways. And I remember telling my wife, man, I told my, my wife's always been sober, right? Like, I mean, she drinks, but like she never did any drugs or anything like that. And I was about six months into to sobriety and I was training for like triathlons. I mean, you're talking, I, a dude that's never even gone to gyms before. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go swim for like, you know, a hundred laps this morning and, and do whatever. Um, all, all kind of like in the span of a year and it just like kind of all culminated into like, that moment and it was like a two-week thing man where like i just and i looked at her and i was like i don't i don't know if it's gonna get worse before it gets better and i got i don't know what to tell you right and the thing was and this is why i think you know uh you know the, the groups are great right the 12-step programs uh the any any community you can be involved in that understands that that you're going through that thing yeah right well, she didn't understand exactly what it was I was going through. What she did do was accept it. Mm. She did accept that that was true for me. She did accept that I might be going crazy, but she also said that she was there for me. Right. Right. And that's very powerful. And, um, you know, and, and you, you know, you, people talk about like, you know, vulnerability all the time. And, and uh, I think most people right now you know, leverage it as a online, as a, part of their marketing ploy right like oh you got to be vulnerable let me show you how vulnerable i am here's a stupid fucking story well this this was a real story and 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 i was terrified this is a woman that i'd known for like over 20 years or so where i had to open open myself up and be like i i'm scared i'm scared and when she accepted me like it, it, it was like it was kind of like uh you know it was almost like giving permission to be filled by divinity at that point, right? You know, if she's going to accept me this way, then I can go ahead and let the rest show up, right? Like I can, I can, you know, maybe take the finger off of, um, you know, you know, the, 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 out of the, the dike, out of the dike and just let it all in. Right. Um, because that's, I think we're more terrified of what we're capable of 
than what we've ever done. Yeah. There's a, uh, Marianne Williamson quote that I love mm. real. Yeah. 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 That says basically I, that, you know, our biggest yep. fear is not our darkness. It's our power and our light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's so true, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's what you find, um, when you start, uh, you know, you, you, so you became like, uh, what they'll call miraculously conscious, right? Like you said, yeah. all right, well, I, I start to see these miracles in my life and I, be, I, be, you become miraculously conscious. Um, and, and, uh, you know, one of the other things you always hear me reference is, uh, Albert Einstein, right? Either everything's a miracle or nothing's a miracle. Right. Yeah. And that's a, that's a goddamn choice. Yeah. It is. And once you and and it once you start making and, and you know you know the twelve steps is a choice, right? That's a choice to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Your first step is to show up. Your your second choice is to uh, admit that there's a power greater than you, right? Whether or not you like it, I got questions. I'm like, you know, there's definitely a power greater than me that resides within me. How do I know this? Because I don't know how to grow hair. I don't know how to blood blood. You know, I don't know how to Dude, I don't even try. I just food, uh, you know, all these things that we do. But I do it. Yeah. But I do it, right? So if I'm capable of this, I created this body, right? What else am I capable of if I just let myself do it, right? And once you kind of start thinking that way, you're like, what are the limits, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a, a, you know, are you a fan of Joe Dispenza? You listen to him at all? No, I don't know him, but I'm oh, taking Joe, notes. Yeah, yeah, check him out, man, for sure. So Joe Dispenza, he's up your alley for sure. Oh, yes. Okay. I've heard of, yeah, I, yeah. Missed, I missed the, uh, uh, I do not, but I see a lot of his quotes and stuff, yeah, or man, I'll yeah, see yeah. little clips and stuff. That, that Listen to some of his audio. Like he's, uh, you know, so he's, he's a trip. Um, and what what's great about him is, you know, he, 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 he does some science talk to weave it all together, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and and the thing that he talks about too is, is one of one of I think the biggest challenges with what you and I are, have gone through and or are going through is once if you've never been spiritual your entire life and then you uh, uh, you suddenly become spiritual or you you recognize that you are spiritual or however you want to phrase it right you're like all right now what do I do with this shit right what do I do with this yeah it's that paradigm shift you know all of a sudden it's almost like a little lost. 100% lost. You're a whole like you're like a baby again, yeah. bro. You're like you're like I don't I got all these powers but I don't know what to do with them, yeah. right? Like and that's it. And and so he'll talk about it and he'll say like listen, it's great if you can go and you can figure out all that shit, but then unless you can integrate it, unless you can bring it back and apply it and integrate it somewhere, then it's useless, right? Um and so that's been probably like my journey for the past three and a half years, right? It's like, how do I integrate this? How do I, how do I harness all of who I am? Which is even, even to think that even, even accepting that all of who I am is at the very least capable of, of, of creating a human body. Right. Um, even that's a limited thought, right? Even that's a limited thought, and so I don't know what I'm capable of, and and that's that's kind of a a trip, right? You're like, so what can I do? What else can I do? And that's where I'm at, man. I'm 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 out. So with spiritual dope, right? The spiritual dope uh, comes from a place of, of 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 that journey. So the first part of that journey comes with like uh, getting sober, right? And that's not even like the super intentional thing. It's just it was a byproduct of starting to work on myself, 
Yeah. Right. I, I, I had a, I had a coach. I had a sales coach. It was the first time I'd ever had a coach. And this was like a one-on-one coach paying money out of my own pocket for this, for this, uh, for this coach. Um, and she's awesome. Elise Archer. I mean, if somebody comes here, you know, finds her, she's great. Um, it was a sales coach. And this is when I started listening to podcasts. This is when I started kind of like, yeah. and when I started listening to podcasts, it's like, yeah, man, that's just, that's, that's, that's my jam. I need to be, I need to be making a podcast. And when, I was going through the coaching process. Have you ever had a, I mean, you've been, you've been through sponsorships, right? You've right, been, yeah. so I've had mentors and people that influenced me like that. I haven't had like a formal coach that I've, you know, secured paid for kind of thing, but I've certainly had coaches in my life. <laughs> well, you know, so, I mean, there, there's, it's, it's like when you are intentionally working at becoming better from the inside out, the shit around you starts to change, right? Like the, yeah, your does. life begins to change. Like uh, that's that whole, that's that whole, like uh, the, you know, change the way you see things and the way, you know, things change. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I get the quote. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and that starts happening. And so once that starts happening and then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to spin up this podcast. And uh, you know, you've gone through this journey yourself. And, and, and so you spin up the podcast and, and your first, the first couple, you're probably like, kind of weak sound right you're like yeah. you're like hey man this is this is dan and i'm, I'm making a podcast and shit's gonna be cool at least you started with like some friends i started like in a corner of a room yeah, like me. whispering into a mic i'm like pss, 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 pss. yeah right and but yeah, then it was actually but the, that another kind of a miracle kind of thing was that that helped because you know you kind of got that testosterone in a group of dudes and we're jaw jacking and it, yeah do it with the group right like if you can do, I, I tried i tried doing it with the group and you know what people like people are like oh no it's got to be like this they want it and they wanted to put like all these boundaries and different ways you could do it i was like fuck yeah. it, you just press record and you go yeah right that's um, one of the things that my friend my friends were basically able to do you know we did a little you know over planning in the beginning but sure. i wing every one of these now yeah, I got. Yeah. I, I just, and that's one of the things I did. I, one of the things I do at the beginning of every podcast with my guests, and uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't it here for whatever reason, is that I ask whatever that power is that we say what we need to say here tonight, and mm, that people it, yeah. out there listening will hear so that that people listening hear what they need to hear, and yeah. then after the podcast, I trust that that happened for sure. Yeah. So I, I love that. Um, that's you know, uh, that's I, I got to remember that for um, that's one of the opening questions or closing questions uh, on my podcast. I'm like, you know, somebody out there needs to hear what you have to say today. What is that? Yep. Right. And that's where you just like, let it come through you. Right. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm just going to kind of head back to the podcast. Right. So yeah. start of the podcast. And when you press send, right. When you press, you're like, I'm sending this out to the entire universe. And you feel like, you know, you're like, you're like, I did it. I did yeah, it and yeah. nothing blows up. You're like, well, shit. All right, cool. And then you keep going, right? You keep going. Um, and then, and then there's your finding, like, um, you set some intentions for it, right? You set some goals, you set some, uh, you know, uh, whatever, like, Hey, I'm going to do 47 podcasts this year. Right. And like that shit happens. You're like, wow. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to speak at, you know, X, Y, Z events and that kind of thing happens. You're like, all right, wow. And then like, I had people, so my fatherhood podcast, so it was the first podcast is I figured, you know, well, I love being a dad and that's one thing I'll never really stop loving. Right. Mm-hmm. So, cause they tell you to pick something that you feel like you can do for a yeah, long time. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, everything else kind of bores me after some time and being a dad, you know, 
should should never like kind of bore me, right? right yeah, yeah. It's um, a content creator. Right, right. Ever ending. So, um, and 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 so once I got involved in that space, you know, all of a sudden, like, I mean, without without intentionally googling events, without intentionally like Google doing all kinds of things, they started appearing, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the that's the whole gist of awareness, right? You know, um, that's the whole gist of goal setting. That's the whole gist of saying, hey. Dan, tell me what you want. And if you're like, well, I don't, I don't know. I was like, well, then if you can't tell me what you want, how will you know when it shows up that that's what you wanted? Yeah. You won't, you can't because, yeah. right? Right. So that's, that's the, you know, people, when we talk about uh, the law of attraction type of thing, right? That, that's how that shit works, right? Right. First of yeah. all, you got to be open to the fact and believe that you can do what you set out to do. First of all, Today you you know you 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 pumped your heart like I don't know how many times you you grew some more hairs you're doing shit that you don't even know how you're doing but you keep doing it day after day after day. If you don't think you can't figure out some of this other shit in your life, then that's on you, right? Yeah. So Joe Dispenza, what Joe Dispenza says is he says you know you rise to your level of thinking, right? Yeah, right. Um, so if you think that um, you know if you think you're only capable of so much, that's where you're gonna stop, right? That's right. your own that's your own wall. Um, so I started, I kept doing that podcast and all the stuff just starts showing up in my life. People reaching out to me from like, you know, the state of like North Carolina I had somebody reaching out. She's like, Hey, look, would you be willing to try and partner up on like some dad programs? I was like, yeah, man, let's figure it out. Right. Let's, let's figure some of these things out. And, you know, just all these things start showing up. Um, and uh, something did happen with the dad podcast that like, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, I ended up getting a, a job offer that just kind of like warped my head a little bit and it was really good. And I was like, well, I got to pay attention to this. And uh, this is like a, a spot where uh, I kind of had an identity crisis at that moment too. Like I was sober already. Right. Like, but, but I had this kind of thing. I was like, I was so attached to this person, this identity I had created as fatherhood for the rest of us, this podcast. Right. And I was so attached to that. I was like, man, and I'm giving it up for money. So I kind of be, I beat myself up about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I also was like, you know, you got to provide for your family. Right. But it's really easy to attach your identity to the things that you create and do. Right. Okay. So it was, it, for me, that was, that was powerful. That was a powerful spot. I still kept on the podcast for probably another year or so, but through that. Right. So the whole thing behind all that though, is like, you take these small steps and the things that you thought were like impossible or you never thought to do once you start chasing your dreams and all shit literally starts opening up for you. Right. If you take action on your dreams, if you take action on these small pieces, I feel like the universe, you know, follows your lead. The universe is like, Oh, that's you're, you're interested in doing that. Let me, let me, let me throw some more shit at you that, you know, says, Hey, if you pick that up, then I know you're interested in it, right? If you pick that up, then I know you're interested in it. And and yep. so that's kind of how I feel like the universe is. So I spun out of spun out of um fatherhood for the rest of us, and I created a, a podcast called the Prosperity Practice, um, which was based on a game that was created by uh, Abraham Hicks. You familiar mm-hmm. with Abraham Hicks? Yep. yep. So she has that game where you put a hundred dollars in your pocket and you walk around town, right? And you're like, oh, I could buy, I could buy that shoe, I could buy those jeans, you know, whatever. But you don't really buy it. So I created a 30-day program that was automated by email, uh, that would send you a check every day from the uh, from the bank of the universe, right? So I'd send you a check every day from the bank of the universe, and I would have a quote in there from like Abraham Hicks, Wallace D. Waddles, uh, Earl Nightingale, 
uh, Bob Proctor, all, all those people, right? And and I would dig into that quote for like 10, 15 minutes. I'd be like, all right, well, this is how this is how I'll interpret it. This is how I'm going to bring it to you. And I'm like, all right, what are you spending your money on today? And the, 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 the game is, for anybody that's never heard it, it's like, you can't give that money. You got to spend it on yourself, right? You got, you can't save it. Because if you're saving, I mean, it, it, theoretically, right? Look, I, you know, I, I'm still kind of like, you know, 50 50 and whatnot. You really got to save money. But, you know, you got to save it. If you save it, then you're telling the universe, I don't, I don't trust you to provide for me tomorrow. Right? Whoa. Right? So, so um, you had to spend all your money and uh, you had to trust that the universe was going to send you another check tomorrow. And it did. And not only did the universe send you another check tomorrow, it was double what was sent today right and so you got that for 30 days and 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 uh at the last check was like 53 billion dollars right just doubled in 30 days so you know for me that was a really cool experience just to do yeah that sounds really fun it is fun i mean i i think the address is still running if anybody wants to sign up for it you know i'll leave the address and you can share it like it's, it's not really monitored too strong but like it's still it's free right like i just yeah. i felt like doing it for myself and sharing it right um, and then I created a podcast after that. I was like, well, you know, I had enough people. They enjoyed it. Maybe they enjoy some of the other pieces. Um, but the, the thing about that is, is that you don't really, like, I think it's Earl Nightingale who has a line. It's like, uh, most people don't know how much money they actually need because they've never gone through an exercise like that. They always say, ah, give me a million dollars. Like, why do you want a million dollars? I'm like, oh, everybody says they want a million dollars. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Again, why is the universe going to throw you a million dollars if you don't know what the fuck you want to do with it? Yeah. Right? So you go through that practice and, and I found, you know, fun things out, right? You find, you find things don't cost as much as you think they're going to cost, A, right? You know, I waited until I think the $15 million mark you know, until I, I started to look for an island of my own, right? I mean, because every who doesn't want an island of right. their own? Yep. Like, like, sign me up. But I think it's going to cost me around $15 million. Guess what an island costs? Like under $100,000, you can find an island. Oh, really? Right, right. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing because you're, you know, you're, you've got like these, you've got like these small limitations. You're like, well, I can't have this unless this. And like, sometimes you're way the fuck off. Right. Right. And so that really opened up my eyes when I went through that process. And then I also got to the point where I was like, I don't want anything else, right? I don't want anything else. And, and uh, you know, I think when you get to that point, you're like, you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to invest in this company. I'm going to go have these with Elon Musk on uh, uh, SpaceX, right? Um, and and uh, all that stuff. I mean, I think the other fun thing I found was uh, I waited till I had $50 million uh, before I looked for a castle. Right. Um, as a kid, I was always, even in kindergarten, I was always drawing like castles for some reason. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, there's uh, a house down the road for me, just right around the corner here. That's got a castle look and I've always been uh, infatuated with that house. So it's cool. So I think it's just guys and like, you know, we're like, yeah. you know, the dragons will be the king, right? Absolutely. King, brother. Absolutely. So found a castle that was like picture perfect in uh, Denmark like white with the turrets and everything had a moat drawbridge and all the shit. It wasn't even falling apart. It was like immaculate. How much do you think it costs? <laughs> I wouldn't have any idea. A couple, million, couple million. couple million. All right. Well, look, it was $6 million, but that to me, it was like a $50 right. million yeah, dollar right. castle yeah, right. at yeah. 6 million. I was getting a deal, bro. Yeah, I was like, yeah. who knew? But you don't go and you don't start looking at that stuff because you're like, well, I can't have this. Cause you set those limits. 
you set those limits, right? And so, um, you know, that was just another eye-opening thing that a process that I went through, right? To understand mm-hmm. that I was setting off these own limitations in my own mind. I was saying yeah, just to myself, this discussion just brought some up to me, you know, some ones that I know of that I've been setting, you know, some limitations well, just, I, I've been placing on myself just come to light through this conversation. And they're self-imposed. Yep. Self-imposed because of what you know, because of yep. what you think you know, and because right? I have those limits that 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 they it's uh you know, said other thing you know if you think you can't you're right. That's right. You know, no matter yeah. if you think you can or if you think you can't you're right. And when I Henry think Ford. that this yep. can't happen for me, then I then it won't. Yeah. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that, and that's really you know you, when you recognize that too, when you recognize that in yourself, you just say, well, do I even really want it? Yeah. Right. And it's okay to say no. Right. So so you go, you go through that practice. So like I said, with that whole, like, you know, last check, you get $53 billion and what it does for you though, is like, even if you stop, like after, you know, uh, 30 million, 40, 50, 70, whatever. um, Even if you stop at a billion dollars, most of the reasons why you stop is because you realize you don't need that much money. Yeah. Right. You kind of tap out. You're like, all right, well, this is really, I understand now this is how much I need. And the funny thing about this whole thing is uh, one of the reasons I came up with that is because uh, a year before that, I had done an exercise. You know, I'm not real super keen on doing any of those finance exercises where it's like, hey, write down, all your, write down all your budgets, write down all the money you spend because who wants to see where all their money's going, dude? Yeah, like, just want to. Listen, like, let's just let that shit flow, bro. I got one um, <laughs> laying on my desk right now for some, uh, for uh, my old 401k from my old job. I got to roll it and get it. I'm getting it out of there. Right, right, and somebody's right. Somebody's helping me and they want me yeah. to provide them with a budget sheet. I'm like, I don't I don't but so so here here's 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 what I had to do right the budget sheet I just look a finance course I took right um I paid a hundred bucks invested in myself right and then I said all right um when you went through the budget he's like okay now add fifteen percent to that number as your target number you know so you know just it just the very practice of visualizing that number for yourself and being certain of the numbers has a greater chance of shit you not man that i nailed that number a year later mm-hmm. like almost almost to a t right just by going through that exercise and just by kind of focusing on all this other stuff i mean i'm sure that you've seen too like um you know only three percent of most people like kind of write down their plans and goals right right well what's up you know I don't know if there's a correlation, but like, you know, what's the, you know, where's most of the money at, right? With it's within like 3% of the people. Yeah. Right. So all that stuff kind of, uh, you know, made me, made me a kind of a, a law of attraction, um, a believer in um, not even necessarily law of attraction because even, even more recently, right. Um, we're just, we're just rambling now, even more recently, um, God, for spiritual dope, uh, his podcast is getting released next week. This, uh, shaman that I interviewed, um, we were talking about law of attraction and, and we got into the conversation again. All right. Well, if you start telling the universe what you want with what you're aware of and what you know of, aren't you kind of limiting yourself? I mean, cause who knows better what you want and or need the thing that's pumping your blood. That's already inside you. That's creating life for you day in and day out. Or that monkey mind of yours being like, you know what? I could use like another 50 bucks. When tomorrow, like the universe was prepared to drop a hundred down on you, right? Yeah. You're like, slow down there. I only want fifty, right? 
right? And um, and and that actually kind of came. And so we were talking about that. I was like, yeah, that's I I can see that, right? Um, because you're you're again you're you're imposing limits on what you're uh, willing to see when you're when you're saying, hey, I want this, I want this, and and oh, give me that. And there's also some, yeah. you know, that those are your ideas, right? Well, what are some ideas you're willing to receive? What are you really willing to receive? Um, and uh, yeah, these paradoxes like that, you know, the, the base one that I know of but from recovery is surrender to win. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, I need to like do this thing where I'm reaching and I'm thinking because I, otherwise I place limits on myself. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe my reaching is still a limitation. 100%, right? 100%. Um, and yeah, same thing. The, uh, I just got done reading the surrender experiment um, by Michael Singer, right? And at the uh-huh. very beginning of that, he goes, you know what? Again, same thing. He goes, the universe probably knows better than me, like kind of what I need to have magnificent life. I'm just going to take what it has to offer. And he ended up with like a multi-billion dollar company, right? Like, and I'm like, I don't know how you do all that shit without like having some interaction and guideposts and some lives, but I buy it, brother. You know, you know, why not? But so I don't know, man. That's kind of where I'm at, right? That's the space I'm in right now, and and uh, you know, I'm chasing chasing that down right now, chasing um, chasing spiritual dope down, um, where you know, kind of comes from, uh, you know, the high you get, right? That high you get from all the other highs that you get when you're high, but yeah. without having to go pay for it, man. The yeah, only thing you're around. paying for is like uh, some attention, right? Giving it some attention. Pay attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah. We call in our our circles. We we in a, and immediately made a connection with what you were saying. We call it the juice. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and and we use it. And and five years ago, you I've now have noticed juice that were being thrown around in that regard a lot everywhere. When I first met these guys and we was traveling along. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me. I hadn't heard that being used the way it was. Now I could totally relate to it, but just it wasn't as popular to say. And uh, yeah, I like the spiritual dope kind of thing. When it's what we, you know, in here we say, if I'm not finding something better than what that was, mm. you know, then I'll go back to that. Mm. You know, mm. I got to find some things and generate some things in my life that that are are that 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 that, that uh, are better than the replacement for what that life was. Uh, we. Uh, I tell people all the time, you know, you get this, you know, I had to get that mind cleared and I, and we say, you know, that, that foggy head blocks me from the sunlight of the spirit, you know, it mm. blocks me from the yeah. receiving what the universe can offer to me. Right. For my sure. eyes are not open to those miracles or those mm. other gifts that the universe has laid out for me for sure. if I'm fogged up like that. So the first thing I got to do in my world, you know, in the, 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 Dan, is that, is that from 12 steps or is that just something you guys talk about in your circles? Well, the block on the sunlight spirit is a direct quote out of the big book. Okay. When you say That's the big book, you're talking about the, the steps. The big book is Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. The actual, the text. And it really does, you know, as, as I read this stuff, you know, um, it goes so far beyond not drinking and drugging, you know, mm. and, 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 and it spun me out into where I see these phrases in here meaning something completely different than what they meant to me when I was just trying to get sober. For right? sure. Yeah. So back then, it was blocking me and what I was trying to do is just not drink tomorrow. For sure. Right, 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 right. Well, now the blocking, you know, I look for other ways. How am I blocking myself? What am I doing in my life in places that is blocking me from being able to be, like I said, the best, one of the things I said, the best version of me, being available sure. at the universe. Because like you said, right. what I am doing, what I find is that when I'm spin off, and you'd said this earlier, when I, when I, when I begin to walk this other path, then these doors open. 
that I'm relatively sure wasn't going to open for me uh, on the old path. For sure. And, uh, you know, and part of my job is to take the action to open the doors, mm-hmm. you know, because the yeah. one things I'll do is I'll, I'll, at one point I would, uh, we, I would like to say, you know, I think it's pretty typical is that, uh, that I'm afraid to open the door, mm. you know, I, or I, or I don't think I deserve to open mm. that door, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's those limitations you're talking mm-hmm. about that I'm saying, yeah. you know, I'm not worth that. I'm not worthy of that. And, uh, and, and I tell guys and, and my sponsor told me in the beginning and there's a couple of like crystal ball kind of stuff that really, you know, it, it uh, I'd held a job for a long, long time for mm. 28 years, yeah. same job, same place. Right. And since I was 20 years old. Right. And, uh, and, and I thought that that's what I would do forever. For sure. I really did, thought that. If you do it for 28 years, you're yeah, gonna, you're, like, what else are you going to think? And a little bit of, uh, as you were talking earlier, you said we're a product of the people that raised us, right? You know, and we call for that sure. programming. I was programmed yeah, yeah, no different yeah, to Pavlov yeah. dogs and bell rings, and I do yes, this, sir. you know. And I just yeah. don't know any better, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so my old stuff was you worked at a job till you retired and died. For sure. You no, know, that was what, you know, I saw people do that. That's what right. people in my family, my father didn't actually do that, but I saw other people. And mm. he, he told, you know, when you walk his path, you, things are going to change for you. And I don't know how. He said, I can't mm. give you any ideas about how, how. Who said that? Your, uh, your, sponsor. your sponsor. Right, right, right. And that's, you know, he's a coach for me. And he, and he told me that. And, and, you know, and I didn't quit the job. They laid me off. Mm. You know, that, uh, so the universe, and I see that too. That's what I needed to do. That security post, I had such a tight grip on it, like a pole in a hurricane yes, that sir. I couldn't let go of it. Right. But the universe said, no, 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 you're going to let go Yeah, of listen, it. listen, when it's, when it's your time, it's, it's, it's amazing, right? Like, um, you know, when it's your time, the universe will step in and be like, <laughs> you, you've overstayed your welcome right here. Yeah. Right. And, and when, when, when that, you know, when, when that uh, post is gone, right. When that's uh, quote unquote stability is gone, when that thing that you thought's always going to be there is gone. It's amazing what opens up for you. Right. Right. You're like, you're like, wow. I'm super grateful that that's gone now. Yeah. Well, it was super a grateful. blessing. Right. And the cool, the, you know, and I knew it at the time too, mm. you know, I was kind of a miracle. One of those things I was aware that I'll tell you just Thursday before I had no idea I was getting laid off. The universe tapped me on the shoulder. I took in on my personal computer at work, the computer that I had stuff stored on. They gave right. me some drive space. I took right. everything that was important to me and put it on my cloud. Mm. I took all my belongings that Thursday afternoon and I wouldn't tell anybody I was doing this because I thought, you know, that, you know, that, you'd think I was nuts if I told you that I was packing up all my shit and I really right, right. wasn't sure why I was doing it. Right. But I moved all my stuff up on the cloud and I mm. took all my belongings home from my desk yeah. that day, put them in my backpack that I carried my lunch in and I took them home and I didn't have a job the next morning. That's crazy. That's crazy. But Hey, look, that's crazy. Right. Um, you, you, How's don't that why, you don't, you don't know. Right. Like, Hey, I want to go back to the other thing you were saying though, because you know, I thought about the, you know, when you're drinking and you're all doped up, you're talking about uh, a couple of things, right? Like uh, the sun's shading out. Right. Um, but even I always think of us as like, kind of like uh, these spiritual con, uh, conductors, right. Or even like uh, spiritual conduits. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you, if you think about electricity and kind of how it flows and if you've ever had to clean off like uh, battery cables, right. Right. Like, you yeah. know, clean your battery you got, terminals, you, you got corrosive, you know, you got corrosive buildup, man. You're not yeah. going to be a, you're not going to be a great conductor of spiritual energy. If all your fucking ends are corroded. 
That's exactly right. the the par- the parallel. That's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always like to think too is like you also talked about like not being um, worthy, right? Or uh, I don't deserve this. Well, I'll tell you what. When you show up and you step outside the door every morning, does the sun like not shine just as much on you as everybody else? Right. right. Yeah. You step outside and it's raining. It's on everybody, man. It's not just like you know. So I always like to think of those things. Yeah, and I don't, sure. you know, I'm not, this freed me of all that thought, that all that self-limiting thought, you know, and uh, my coach, my sponsor, you know, encouraged me to reach for the limit, you know, reach, reach, you know, I don't even want to use the word limit, you know, but just keep, you know, if I think I can do something, well, try it. You know, worst thing that happen is it just doesn't work out. For sure. You know? And we just get up and go do something else. The thing is, is these things, it's, I never really aimed at any of this though. You know? oh, amen. Yeah, well, listen, same, 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 right? Like, I never said I, mean, I wanted someday I'm gonna have a podcast and someday, you know, I host these men's retreats with have these guys come down. I, I got places in the country, yeah, man, for sure. come down and do that. I never aimed at that. I had no idea that I'd ever be doing that. And I really didn't plan it. For sure. It just uh landed and you know, it, it manifested that's in, it, right? In like an idea, just a mm-hmm. spark. And right. I went, Hey, look at there. But you took action on it, right? You took, if you, you like, you got to take action on it, right? Like, I mean, each one of those ideas is a seed and like each time you don't take action on it, like it just kind of withers away. Right. Um, something else and something else keep popping up. It's like the ones that you start taking action on though. Um, that that's just the, that's just, again, the, the, you initiating the universe, right? You're like, all right, dude, we're going to do it. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, uh, Remember the movie Christine? Yep. Remember like when remember when Arnie brings the car back in and she's all mangled up. He turns his back. She like wrinkles like one time and he goes and he turns around and he goes, All right, show me. Right. And she goes like all back together. And he's like, Yeah. And that's the same thing, right? Like that's the same thing we're experiencing. Like, all right, show me. Right. Yep. And 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 just letting go, right? Let go and let God. Right? Yeah. Jesus take yeah. the wheel. All that yeah. shit, right? Like, right. I, yep. I, I I'm a bad driver. Let it go. Yep. You you drive this thing. I trust you because you're probably also the same thing that keep me alive every night. I go to sleep. I don't you know if I, if you ask me like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to need to remember how to breathe through the night in your sleep. You think you can handle it? I'd be like, no, please. No. Yeah. That's don't forget idea. to breathe tonight. Right. Right. Take a little post-it note next to my bed. But I do it right. I do it. I, 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 create life in my sleep right i mean and if you think that way not like to like this dude take it any way you want you rise to your level of thinking yeah i believe it right yep you know we say some uh something's really landed on me lately and it come from the mankind project and we've done mm. some stuff about like you know we we create a sacred space to do our work and we call it work where we're you know we're working on ourselves and for sure we're joining together and doing that and uh and they say we well, this is a sacred place this is a safe place and you know why because we said it is Mm. yeah yeah you know and that's why this is good you know and, and i'm starting to pick that stuff up and so i think about that you know and when we start placing these you know and it really lands when i hear people to say you know uh well i'm so stupid and i did a stupid thing and and this this self-defeating talk is the mm-hmm. same thing you know well mm-hmm. yeah you just said you were <laughs> yeah, like, you know, how about gonna, say the other thing you right, know right, who's say, gonna fight you on that right? right yeah uh start speaking you know and i really think you know some of this uh um I am some of what I say, 
You're everything the way you my say. language is. You, you know, are everything I kinda, you say. Uh, people picked me up and uh, picked up this thing from somebody in recovery, and I and I liked it. You know, and people will say, "I have to go pick up my kids," or "I have to go to work," and I do, and I cra- I can't help it. I got to correct them, and now they know. Right, and they right, look right, at me. Right. And I say, no, you get to right, you know? yeah, and you start right. changing your language. Sure. It also starts changing the way you think, and then you know that bends this reality over into a place, and you know, and it's almost like magic. <laughs> but it's just, it's just, I mean, look, it's, uh, it's the same thing. Like when you watch like, uh, water, when you, you, you pour like a couple drops on, uh, asphalt, right. And just kind of watch it as it continues. And if you keep pouring that water, it's just going to keep uh, building like a little stream out there. Right. And, yeah. and that's exactly how the synopsis is in your brains work, right? You start having those same thoughts a couple of times and you keep building that little rivulet and, at a certain point there that you're going to have a couple synapses. You're going to have a couple connections that actually connect. You're going to like almost physically feel those connections be mm-hmm. made. Cause like most of the times we're, we're so stuck on default, right. From like, I don't know about you. I was stuck on default from like, you know, my twenties up until like my forties. Right. I'm like, this is the default path. <laughs> Shut it down. And we're just going to follow this we're just going to follow this path. Yeah. Real simple. No thinking involved and just go, bro. Um, but, but when you start forging those connections on your own purpose and intentional, and you begin to see that the choices that you make on purpose have an impact, right. Yeah. Uh, then, then that's super powerful stuff. That's super powerful stuff. And I mean, I literally made a coffee cup last night based off and, and this is on uh, so if you go to spiritual dope.co, I made a coffee cup. It's got like uh, about 40 or 50, you know, high vibration words on a coffee cup. Right. So it's like, you know, first thing I've got one coffee cup says joy. Right. And I was like, ever since I, you know, have you ever seen the, uh, Dr. Emoto, the water crystals and you say like the, the things to the water crystals It changes them. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if my coffee cup surrounded by high vibration words, Right. Then I'm drinking high vibrations. Right. And if those are the first words that I see when I wake up in the morning, I like that's, that. that's, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, power every day, everywhere I go. If I, you know, I drink that cup, of, I have that, I have my cup of coffee up until at least noon, right? It's, it's, it's everywhere I go. So if I'm looking over and I see like words like transcendence and love and like, you know, I don't even remember what's on there. You know, you, you just go and you find like a whole bunch of high vibration words and you slap it on something because that's, that's what I want to see. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what that's what I want in my life. Those are yeah. the words. It's I a little bit of that product of my environment, you know, and that can mm-hmm. kind of get into another thing, socio-economically kind of thing too. But yeah, I can get a chance to create an environment around me uh, that you create, causes a sure. cultivation of those synapses coming together. And then one of the things you said, you know, and I look at it like you know, if I'm walking down that creek looking for gold, and I find some, well, yeah. that's going to charge me to find some more gold right for and sure so once i start having those successes or whatever you want to call it i will you know, as i get those miracles and they happen then that charges me motivates me to continue because then i start believing that it really can't happen for me right and once it's I always sh- it's sh- already happening for you yeah well, once i accept that then yeah. i'm more way more open to it you know there's, yeah, that I mean, was a gotta, big shift when i'm when i hit that point to going hold on this is real right yeah it's powerful it's hundred percent powerful. Like my house right now is uh, like, I literally imagine this house and my house is like a weird shape. I wasn't even looking for it. Right. Like I just, I would, I would go to sleep at night and I was like, wow, it'd be really cool to have a house. that It's kind of shaped like this and does like that. And I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. And I thought about that house like several times and I forgot about it after a while. 
and it was like made out of like trailer containers right like you know mm-hmm. like kind of like you know but but square angular and it was like a u-shape and you could see like you know if, if if one person walked across this part of the house they could see this person on the other side of the house right i was like oh that'd be cool and we bought that house without me even realizing we did it and it wasn't until like i was driving back uh um that I, I saw a trailer on the side of the road and like it, it all connected. I was like, holy shit, the house that I wanted showed up. And I'm like, man, this is, it's a weird looking house, <laughs> right? But it that. showed up and, 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 and um, you know, it's hap- things happen for you. And if you can think of, if you can think, and it, it is, it's a matter of choice. Like we talked about before, it's a matter of giving into the universe. It's a matter of setting your intention. It's a matter of believing that it's possible, all that shit. Right. Yep. And it's not going to happen overnight. Right. That's, I think that the one thing is, is, is yes, you can believe that things are possible for you. Um, it actually could happen just as fast as you need it to. Right. It's a yeah. matter of what your beliefs. Knows, will sustain. Right. Yeah. So it's a matter of what it's, it's, it's a matter of what your beliefs will sustain. Um, yeah. For, one uh, thing, you know, it's never on my timeline though. All right. You know, right. I right. Mean, it, you know, <laughs> I, I never get to set that actual part of it. You know, I can't manifest a win. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, so it's, 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 uh, you don't set the timeline and you don't, I think I heard you say it earlier, right. You don't know exactly how it's going to show up. Right. That's why, it's also uh, really you got to be careful with what you wish for, right? Yep. I did a podcast on that, right? Uh, the genie, three different ways, right? Like you know, when you ask for the those three different wishes, right? You ask for it, like you could ask for the same thing, and it's gonna show up like how you ask for it. Like it's gonna show up because you asked for it, but not in any way you suspected, right? You're like, oh yeah. shit, I better put some guardrails around the next one, right? Um, yeah. I think it's uh, Florence Scovel Shin, who's a really awesome author. Uh, she's got a book called uh, um, The Game of Life and How to Play It. And then her second book is called uh, um, Your Word is Your Wand. And, and, and she's uh, she was an artist, uh, but she had these really powerful affirmations. She's from the 20s. And uh, wow. one, of her, one of hers is, um, you know, with divine grace and imperfect ways, right? I mean, whatever – whenever I kind of set an intention or something like that, I always remember to tack that on there. Right. Because I, you know, I want it with divine grace and in perfect ways. Right. Uh, so that it's, things don't turn out shitty. <laughs> right. So, uh, man, I mean, I don't know. I'm chewing up a bunch of time and. You know, I, uh, most of my podcasts go close to two, three hours, uh, but I understand <laughs> uh, it just, it flies by, you know, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I watch Joe Rogan all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I dig his stuff, you know, and it's probably the impetus of me doing this stuff is watching that. Yeah. And another guy hunting, I do a lot of outdoorsy stuff. So another guy named Steve Rinella and I watch those, but you know, the guests get done and go, has it really been that long? And then right. when I'm here, my guys to do that too, you know, and I've got a clock up here. I'm thinking about taking down that they can look at but the flip side. Uh, of it is sometimes I forget that to ask my guests if they have, you know, sometimes they got some shit to do, you know, yeah, <laughs> they yeah, need, no, to, I mean, they I need to go. I, I, I gave my word I wouldn't go too long. So, um, because I will, you know, do the same thing. So, yeah, when I um, get into gelling with somebody like at this level uh, and start talking this stuff, you know, because yeah. it really, you know, you're, you're feeding me mm. through this work right here. You know, sure. there's more going on than just putting a recording out so that 100%. I have an episode for Sunday. Mm. Uh, you know, I do, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, well, this and, is, a, this goes back to the beginning too. Like when, when you find, 
your people or when you find that acceptance of who you are as you are and then you also within that finding the acceptance of as you are who you are and at even the same level you're like oh shit i didn't know somebody else is out there thinking like this and talking like this and you're just like it's 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 just fun Right. It's just fun. And, you know, with all the other things going on in the world at the moment, you know, Mm -hmm. I still see this growing Mm -hmm. like I meet you, you know, and Mm -hmm. then, and I go, there is another force out there that is in this realm, you know, uh, but we're not getting any attention. Not that I want it. It's it's, it's elevated thought. It's it's elevated thought. Uh, You, uh, and I, I, you know, talked about this a couple weeks ago to a friend of mine. I said, this is, this is just, there's there's a bunch of shit going on i feel like some of it's distraction i feel like some of it could be distraction you know mm-hmm. but like this is a conversation that's above that it's like all right listen yeah there's some shit that's not quite right right how do we resolve it well one stop giving it attention yeah, yeah. right it just goes right along with what we're saying you know you right? fo- huh? what you focus on is what's going to happen right stop giving it attention and uh, focus on you know w- what you can do today for you as you are. If your grand vision is you know, hey, I want to go help a million people. How do you want to do that? What's the vehicle to do that? Right? Because um, sometimes that vehicle sucks. Sometimes the vehicle sucks, right? Like sometimes, yeah. like I mean, you're you're a working man. I'm not sure what your job was. I've worked like you know tons of like odd jobs, but sometimes you're driving around the busted up pickup truck to go build a million dollar house right um what you build is something creative uh the vehicle to get you there sometimes is not beautiful right yeah that's cool real cool it's interesting to uh i like being awake today i like being able to you know one of my sponsees one of my uh, you know that's everything about this thing that we're doing is that we are helping each other in this this hand down you know hand in front hand behind you know i got my coach my mentor sponsor you know that's another kind of thing to get to thinking about that you know that's the way the world used to run right you had people who mentored you and you were an apprentice and you know that's how you oh, yeah, learn yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's kind of fell away you know and then in a way with growing up i did have a dad but i don't think he really you know and he's great and he taught me a lot but you know it's still my dad now you have a different outfit because you're you know it's a it's a whole different thing mm-hmm. uh and i did you know now i sit here i did have some mentors but i didn't recognize it and For i sure. didn't appreciate it at the way yeah. that i probably do now but uh but we're doing that together in this 12-step thing and my friend uh said one day you know if you're and and you know we all i would certainly never begin to think i was coming up with something unique and of my own <laughs> Everything well, I know has so, been taught to me, but he said, if you're not hanging around with people that inspire you, mm-hmm. then you're, you you need to find a new group to hang around with, you know, because I need to have people on this level with me on this walk or else it was impede me because then I get into that thing of watching the damn TV and seeing all that, just like mm-hmm. that. If I watch that, mm-hmm. my energy goes, Whoa. yeah. Well, I talk to you. My goes. <laughs> I know, right, right, right. Well, look. So there's there's the idea of like again. I'll use I'll use a vehicle again, right? Um, when you're driving, you got two headlights and they cross over in the middle, right? And where they cross over in the middle, they're brighter. Yeah. How's that happen? It's the same yeah. two headlights, right? You know. So I've never even heard of a, a, a light addition, but you know that's light addition, right? You you got two lights, they cross each other. They're brighter in that spot where they intersect. Yeah. The other part that, that we'll kind of throw out there, know what you're doing isn't specifically new, but 
let's take the example of Fiji water, right? That's just fucking water from an island put in a square bottle, but people pay lots of money for that water because it comes from Fiji, right? Yeah. Um, or, or like uh, wine, right? Uh, if you're, you know, if you're familiar with kind of like why wine is so cool or great is generally because of the conditions that the grape grows in, right? right. Everybody knows that the grape, uh, you know, I'll use like a Malbec grown down in Chile is grown great there because of the seasonal conditions. Oh, and Malbec has this other cool story where like that grapevine was almost lost. There's something behind that grape and that story. There's something behind like, you know, in 2015, oh man, there was a shitty storm. They almost lost the whole crop, but this is a bottle from that. You're like, you're, you're, you are like, you know, uh, you're not even just a batch of wine. You're like the grapevine, right? Because the grapevine is what filters out like those uh, certain chalky elements. It, it's got like the sun from that year. It's got all those conditions. And, you know, these conversations are like the fruits, man. You and the conversations and the light that you bring is your own specific, you know, uh, you know, so wines are known for their, it's, it's, there's, there's the three V's, right? The vineyard, the, uh, the vintner and the, the varietal, right? So those are the three things that make a great wine. And, you know, so you're, you know, you're like a wine, you're like a, you know, a grape, you know, that, that's, to me, I'm still working on that whole thing, but that's, that's what, that's what punches out, right? Like, I mean, everything that goes into that grape, you can take one grape and take a bite out of that one grape today and know uh, what kind of wine that's going to bring, right? Just right, like yeah. today, the experiences that you're having, you're probably already positioning them. You're already forward thinking them, right? Like as if it were today, this grape that we're having, this conversation that we're having is tomorrow's like great wine, right? right? Yeah. Somebody else to, uh, you know, drink on down or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, that's going to wrap it up for me, brother. That's going to, okay. I know, I know we could definitely we could probably listen three hours would not be hard. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll get to talk again. So absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to, we're going to talk again. You're going to release on Sunday and I'm going to have yeah. you on spiritual dope on Sunday and we're going to get to flip the coin. Um, and I'm going to get to you know, kind of dig into you and a little bit more of your story, man. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I do like this. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I really, I really am enjoying life today. And, and one of the best things about it is, is these people that I'm able to intersect with. It really is. It's it, like you said, it's just, uh, it fulfills me to, uh, to, to fulfills my spirit to get to meet new people who are on this path that I just have no idea. You know, that's one of the best things about this podcast. I've said it in it. And what happens to the, the, we say collateral damage. Never mm-hmm. knew I was going to get this collateral benefit out of this mm-hmm. podcast of meeting sure. these new friends. Yeah. I mean, look, you're, you're creating something, right? And anytime you're creating something, you're not destroying something, right? Yeah, right. Anytime you kind of, you, yeah. And I just love to think about it that way. We're, we're, you are a creator, you know, you, you do create your life and you know, if you're, you're, you're creating this moment, you know, Dan Reeves is creating, this moment you made this happen yeah you gotta love that right yeah yep i sure do man i have two things i always say when i close up so we're gonna end this thing up because uh and and so it's become a you know i had to be careful that i don't get so routine that it limits me for sure these two things mean something to me in a depth you know and uh, one person uh, i got this one thing off of a daily email i get it says if you're not enjoying your recovery if 
it's your own damn fault. <laughs> For sure, right? That goes right along with what we're saying, right? 100%, man, 100%. And, uh, and the other one is, is that I always like to thank people because one of the things I have to do is participate in this, mm. right? So uh, I thank people for allowing me to participate in my recovery tonight in this manner. And I thank people to allow, uh, I thank everybody in the universe for allowing Brandon and I to uh, participate in our lives, our recovery every day. I'm becoming, when I say a recovery is a discovery mm-hmm. of who I am and what, what the yeah. possibilities are. So uh, I got to participate in that. And I thank the universe and the people listening for allowing me to do that today. I love it, brother. I love it. Yeah, cool. All right, man. We'll shut her off. Uh, Peace out. Inside you are